When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Please welcome Rich Eisen. What a story. Can't believe it. The Denver Nuggets will go to the NBA Finals. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Love it. Earlier on the show, senior writer for Sports Illustrated, Chris Mannix. Eagles tackle Lane Johnson. Coming up, Saints wide receiver Chris Olave from the new film The Machine. Actor Jimmy Tatro. And now it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Chris Mannix joined us in hour number one, and we chopped it up with him about how the Nuggets swept out the Lakers and what is LeBron saying when he says he needs to think about continuing to play in the NBA. And he gave us also, Chris, something to think about as he left the building um, to talk about the big whoa moment that might happen in the off season that's coming up this summer if you missed any of that you're watching on roku on the roku channel stay tuned it will repeat as soon as we're done with this hour chris olavi with the saints slated to call in any moment right now amidst their organized team activities jimmy tatro who plays bert kreischer as a young man <laughs> yeah. in the machine <laughs> which is coming out in theaters near you on friday he's about to walk in our front door Uh, into our green room, and then into our set for hour number three. We also just had a nice chat with Lane Johnson of the Eagles. So you can catch all of that. Again, there's a podcast version of our show that um, we hope you subscribe to through the Accumulus Podcast Network. There's also our video collection page, the Rich Eisen Show Collection, as part of our Roku channel relationship, video on-demand service. You can watch the full show back whenever you want you can also watch videos and carefully go down a wormhole the same thing happens as well on our youtube page youtube.com slash rich eyes and show over five hundred fifty thousand subscribers and growing every single day we appreciate every last one of you um chris brockman mike del tufo in their spots tj jefferson also in his spot what if damian lillard is up for grabs this summer as chris manick said for us to keep an eye on and I know Blazer fans, that would really crush them. Mm-hmm. But they've got the number three overall pick in this draft. And if they do not get any veteran return for this individual that they could draft instead to start from scratch and then trade Lillard to grow and start from scratch... If they don't get for the number three overall pick, who's going to be either Scoot Henderson or Brandon Miller, mm-hmm. right? Or, you know, maybe Vic. We don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so if if the Blazers say, you know what, we would rather just burn it down to the ground. Start from scratch. Start from scratch with either Brandon or Scoot and everyone else that we have here, you know, with Coach Billups and start from scratch and net us an insane amount of picks and maybe some other quality young players and send Lillard elsewhere? Or do they say to somebody, you can get Scoot or Brandon and you give us a couple of veterans that we can win with 
Lillard right here, right now, and they say, okay, this is doable for us. We can win right now. That's the choice the Blazers have involving number zero in your program, number one in the hearts and minds of Blazer fans everywhere. Because I could just see him, you know, on a Knicks. Of course you could. <laughs> and changing their entire fortune, him and Brunson as backcourt mates. You'll run them together? You get rid what of are Rand- you going to do? You got to get rid of Randall, maybe. That's the one. <laughs> that's, the, that's the guy that you're thinking about. Yeah. But you know, they might ask RJ Barrett, Barrett back. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Done. Done. Bunch of draft picks. Done. And Dame's, Done. Dame's owed a lot of money. Sold. That's the thing that some Whatever. of these teams have to think about. Dolan's, Dolan's got it. Go over. Whatever. 33 what you, years old. and He'll be 33 this fall. 60 million a year. for. What, what, you don't think, let's put him in the backcourt? When you want to send Marcus Smart west, what do you do? Jalen Brown? I don't know, I'm not thinking about that yet. <laughs> what about you? What about you in Philadelphia? Hey, you, bro! I pounded the table in 2020 for him to come to the Again, Sixers. Well, you know how I feel. It, it's silly for me to sit here and, and play, you know, like fake GM and what. No, what it's it would not take. silly, Rich. This is fun. This, this is a, this is the uh, fun part I, of the I, job. I'm not touching Brunson. Oh no, 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 no! That's what I'm no, saying. No, no, no. That's, That's what, what I'm so saying. You say you're going to run them together. The answer is yes. Of course, you're going to run them together. Well, I'm just saying, two point guards. I don't know. Do, what do you do, care? Do, do Brunson and Dame? Did, would that collectively work? Yeah, doesn't fit. Maybe I should think twice about it before running that down to Philadelphia. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. For you guys, it doesn't make what sense. What about the Clips? What about the What about your Clippers? Fine. They would want to send him east. They don't want a piece of him. No, no, no. He's going to the east. Yeah. yeah. By the way, guys, I have to let you know. You know, I was thinking about just getting rid of both of my teams, and I was it was the heat of the moment, and I was hurt. Spurs. I'm still. You I got to wait man. and see how the coach situation wow. plays out. But I was hurt. I was speaking from a, a, a point of pain, Rich. You know, you but know what we've I'm already put the Spurs banner on our meme <laughs> of all of your sports teams, TJ. We can't just remove it. No, we could. I'm just you guys, like, man, you're like I'm rooting for whoever gets. I told Victor you I was hurt. You understand I'm, this? I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna I'm gonna root for that team. And you're yeah, like, yeah, you were all about it. And you're like, Tatum stinks. <laughs> no, you we're didn't. finished. We're done. He's the worst. This stinks. I'm on a rant. Yeah, I was right <laughs> at the time, you guys, man. At the time. Oh, look, listen to you. Like you don't sit there and curl up in a ball every time Michigan was getting pounded by Ohio State. But you I understand? I wasn't saying I'm going to start rooting for Wisconsin. Well, that's a different story. Get out of here. It's a different situation no, altogether. It is exactly. I didn't sit here and say I'm 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 finished. It, and I never, by the way, ever called for Harbaugh's job. Not once. Not once. Maybe you should have. <laughs> no, no, Good job, TJ. Not at all. I mean, after eight straight L's, excuse me, the worm has totally got three and years. Let me tell you something. You know what I'm already preparing for? Uh, Losing this year? No. Oh, three Pete. My trip to Canton, Ohio, Ooh. coming up. I told oh. you, man. All I'm just going to say is I'm going to go on that stage in Canton, Ohio, <laughs> say in the downtown. Civic Auditorium or Arena. Beautiful facility. Beautiful spot. I'm going to come to that podium, suited and booted, ready to host the jacket dinner in front of 5,000 individuals, many of them locals and people from the great state, a football-loving state of Ohio. I will go with an open heart (laughs) and an open mind and no intention to say anything. But if I'm trifled with, like Uh, last year. Nobody believes that. I'm I'm not going to come and just show up. And just 
Yeah, Richard's you don't glow like my that. feet all over their home and disrespect. Crap. Wait a minute. We did that last night. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. There's no way. You're not going to go close. You're going to put your I'm feet all over Andy's couch. I'm workshopping. Right now, I'm workshopping. Yeah, put your foot on so I'm couch. not. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not abandoning. I don't abandon. But you're going to have it ready just in case. You don't have a drop of me talking about Michigan like you have of this man at all. Show up. What are you doing? Yeah. And you know what? And you know why? You're not a real fan. Oh. Oh. How is that I am a, I am passionate. I am passionate. So I am irrational. I, make, I, can I make brash moves. I say brash things in this microphone. Yes. That's what I'm feeling at the time. Eh, you're too loud. I want to be level-headed and nuanced. Yeah. Level That's not what fans do. Yeah. Fans aren't level-headed or nuanced. Sure. Are you crazy? I'm the one who's talking about Rodgers and it's a honeymoon and his calf muscle that I'm not going to let it get me down. But if he hasn't you technically played fan, for me I'm yet. opening myself up no. right now. No. I'm if totally you were a opening real myself fan, up. If you were a real fan, you would have saw the tweets yesterday of Lazar in a heap. Oh, he got, he got hit in the Musburgers, but like in a heap, crowd around him. Yeah. Rodgers limps off. That would have set you spiraling. No, I don't need a spiral. I have a level head, but I'm still a great fan. I'm still an absolute zealot when it comes to rooting for my team. Fans don't but use don't words come, like zealot. Yeah, that is a good point. I, 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 I never said zealot. And towards the place. Sometimes you got to do that. And then you. Wait, talk to me. What? <laughs> what? You're like, I'm finding a you. new team because I'm sick and tired of it. I was it. hurt. Man, can't you understand pain? I can. Okay. I'm, I'm hurt. You're asking a Jet fan and a Michigan Wolverine fan about not understanding pain? And I think I'm doing two teams. Two teams doing dumb stuff and losing. Just give me Dame Lillard. Put him on one you of those You're out of your two. mind. All right. Even with my team doing as well as it did the last couple of years, I had to sit there and wonder if the coach is leaving. Come on. Let's get back to that. You zealot guys, thing. man. Zealot. <laughs> zealot. Big word. I don't, I don't use big words. You think Fireman Ed knows what zealot means? None. Sure I do. No clue. None. <laughs> no the only clue. time I ever hear zealot is religious he only, zealot. He only, knows how, he only knows how to spell four-letter words. Uh, and, and utter them. Even, by the way, even he gave up on the Jets after the butt fumble. You remember that? He quit. He did. And now he's back like a bandwagon. I know. He's sitting perfectly <laughs> around what here. What is he doing? <laughs> I am a diehard, as you know, I never turn my back on Michigan. And I'm a diehard Michigan fan, which means uh, I'm thrilled and welcome to the Rich Eisen Show, one of the best in the National Football League, coming out of the Ohio State University. Thrilled to have back here on the Rich Eisen Show from the New Orleans Saints, Chris Olave. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing great, man. Appreciate you guys for having me. I appreciate you coming on. Where, where, what are you up to? What, what's going on with you today? Uh, nothing much, man. Just a uh, training, a uh, little train at the facility right now. We're doing an off-season workout, so just doing that right now. Okay. And uh, how does your new quarterback look from your perspective, Chris? Uh, he looked great, man. I can't wait to continue to work with him, continue to build that chemistry. But we're off to a good start right now. How so does how does one build chemistry, Chris? How do you do it? Uh, just repetition, man. Uh, just practicing and knowing the ins and outs of those guys. And uh, I feel like just over time, just uh, over and over repetition, I feel like uh, that's how you get better over time. Have you done it outside the facility? Had some sort of camp car anywhere? Has that happened yet, Chris? <laughs> nah, not yet. Okay. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. I mean, and and so uh, what uh, what have you 
can you take me in some of the conversations that you've had about what you like, what uh, what he likes, and what 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 does that conversation sound like between a wide receiver and a quarterback, Chris? Uh, it's just uh, just learning each other's body language, uh, where you're gonna be, uh, certain routes, uh, how you get in and out of breaks, uh, just little things like that that all add up into building that chemistry. Uh, I feel like. Uh, we're off to a good start, but I feel like uh, there's more and more practice going to make us a lot better. So, How does Michael Thomas look to you? Uh, he looks good, man. Uh, I'm excited to get back on the field with him. I can't wait to play with him. That's one of the uh, most exciting things I was looking forward to last year, but unfortunately he went down. So I'm excited to get back on the field with him. So I'm just wondering if if you, you know, did he uh, ever reach out to you when you were in college? Did you know him before becoming a teammate of his? Oh yeah, I know him a little bit uh, before college, or uh, when I was in college. Uh, he reached out. He always showed love uh, uh, when he was doing well. So he was one of those guys. So uh, it was definitely exciting when I got drafted to New Orleans. So I was a guy I looked up to in college and uh, watched him a lot in the NFL. So I'm excited. Uh, he's my teammate. I've got uh, Chris Olave here uh, on the Rich Eisen show. So your biggest adjustment from college to the pros last year was what for you, Chris? Uh, just the length of the year. I feel like. Uh, a lot more games, longer season. Uh, I feel like that's that's the biggest biggest adjustment I, I had, and uh, just going through that first year, I uh, developed that. And now I know what it's going to be like, so I got to adjust to it. What about defensive backs in the league? What about that? <laughs> we had competition on Ohio State. I mean, I love competition, so it's always going to be uh, good players around the league. So I'm excited whenever I go out there on Sundays. What do you mean there was a competition? What do you mean? Uh, I'm just saying I love competition. Uh, it's always going to be good players in the NFL, so uh, it's always going to be a good player on the other side of the ball, but I look forward to matchups like that. Oh, I see. So you say from college you were used to having great matchups in practice. Oh, yeah, in practice. Yes, sir. Oh, so you were talking up your school right there is what you're saying. <laughs> you know that always. Well, I got, I got confused because you referred to it as Ohio State and not the Ohio State. I was thinking of it, it might have been a different school, Chris, you know? Oh, no, man, you already know. <laughs> Just mixing it up. Like now, like, you know what I mean? Like you're used to mixing it up. I'm kind of mixing it up with you right now, you know? Um, okay. So uh, last November, Cesar Ruiz on your team. Um, what was that like last November, the center on your team? Oh, man, we ain't, we ain't tripping about it, man. They what do you mean? What do you mean? They, got, they got a couple in the past, what, 20 years? Uh, they got the past two, but. Yes. Uh, I feel like it's going to flip this year. So he didn't say anything to you in the locker room? Nothing? I mean, of course. Okay. What of happened? Of course they're going to talk after they win. But uh, I'm still talking, too. I mean, I, we, ain't, we ain't backing down. So I feel like we're going to see next. We're gonna see this year in November. I can't wait. To, I can't wait for that game. So it has not turned. You're saying it has not turned. So so the this, this is now still sort of an outlier. That's what you're saying, Chris. Oh, yeah. You already know. It's still, it's still I'll stay all the way. Okay. Well, now that uh, now that Tom Brady's out of the division, uh, you know where he went to school. Um, he th- this is now considered a much more wide open division, even though you damn near won the thing last year anyway. With Tom being there, how does your team talk about this upcoming season and the opportunity you have in the NFC South right now, Chris? Uh, it's a lot of opportunity, man. I mean, a lot of teams are rebuilding or uh, have young young guys, but. I feel like we just focus on ourselves and trying to max out our potential. Uh, we got a lot of great players and a lot of great players that just came in. So uh, we got a, a winning culture and a, a great atmosphere over here. So we're, we're excited uh, for this year. What's your personal goal for this year? 
What is it? Uh, just the win, man. I, I mean, last year I was I was struggling. I never really lost that much in a year, so it kind of hit me a lot. So I uh, dedicated myself to just uh, trying to win, uh, doing everything I can to be able to put my team in a situation to win. Well, I mean, but you personally didn't strug- a struggle last year. I mean, you put up numbers that – that you know rivaled the rest of your you know fellow rookies at the position as we all know so Mm -hmm. do you have something written down about for your own personal goals somewhere chris uh not really man uh like i said i'm just trying to focus on the team okay uh, when when the team wins uh all the all the little statistics and all that stuff gonna be there so uh, just trying to put all my energy into that and uh, just trying to uh build a winning coach here okay do you have a uh a good rivalry i guess personal with garrett wilson and with jackson smith and jigba <laughs> and all the guys now across the nfl from yeah, your you say from... that but man i just i want them to be the best they can but i know they got a, a crazy potential and could be some of the best receivers in the league soon so i just want to see that and uh and I, don't, I don't think we got a right i'm just excited to for them to showcase that talent at the nfl level what advice do you have for smith and jigba coming in I just told him to be himself, man. That's one of the best players, best receivers I've seen. Uh, just man, he's so natural, he's so gifted, and uh, I just tell him to be himself and, and uh, just stay away from all the all the bad stuff. How good is Harrison Jr. coming in? Uh, he's probably the best one, to be honest. Really? Uh, he's six four, two twenty. He's fast. He can run routes. Uh, he catch everything come his way. So uh, I've never seen nothing like it. And he was a freshman uh, when I was when I was my last year. So. I can't. I can't believe uh, what he turned into. Because that is the conversation. You know, obviously, so many scouts were in Columbus this year for C.J. Stroud, Chris, and so um, and 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 I don't think it was any coincidence that Marvin Harrison Jr. was running routes for C.J. that day among the many. And many scouts came away saying, if if he was eligible, he, he'd be he'd be the guy. And so you have no qualms saying he's the, he's the best uh, out of. All of you coming out of yeah, Columbus. Yeah, sure. He's the best. Wow. Uh, I can't wait to see what he does this year. He's probably going to get double teamed, but he probably still put up a lot of numbers. So I can't wait to see. And he's a great kid, too. So uh, he deserves everything that's coming his way. And what do you think about what, what advice would you give CJ going into what clearly is going to, it looks to me and everyone as, as a, a starting role right from jump for him this fall? Uh, he's blessed, man. He's only uh, 20, 21 years old, and being a starting quarterback in the NFL, uh, that's a huge blessing. So just, uh, I told him to just be him and stay humble. Uh, it's going to be a lot of ups and downs, but uh, just stay level-headed and keep working through adversity. Uh, that's going to uh, be at his best. So. Well, uh, Chris, I appreciate you taking the call and uh, making it right here, and I hope uh, we get to do it um, more often. Um, so uh, I'm, and in the meantime, you know, maybe we'll, we'll talk. Well, I mean, your bye week, are you going to go? It looks like your bye week is the Michigan, Ohio state weekend. You don't go to the, oh, big, really? Yeah. Looks like it. Oh yeah. You know, I'm gonna be there then. Well, it's at the big house. Though. It's at the big house, Chris. It's at the big house. Oh yeah. I'm gonna be there then. Really? You're going you know to go bucks for, you know, it's go bucks forever. <sighs> so you, you would go into Ann Arbor, um, and, and go, go see this game. Oh Yeah. Okay, because that's what, again, I know you take it one at a time. It does look like if I can just figure out dates here. um, It's entirely, Chris, will you look it up? Is it what Thanksgiving? Is that the 20, because it could be, you could be in Atlanta that week. I don't know. It's entirely possible, though, that 
you know. Yeah, if we got to buy that, we're going to be at that game. Michigan Ohio State is November 25th. Yeah, you're not. You'll be in Atlanta. So here's what we'll do. Uh, here's what we'll do. Um, you know, uh, uh, that that week, we'll, we'll just talk leading up to that week. How does that sound? Hi, that sounds good to what, me. Uh, can I invite you back on for that week? Uh, I'll call the Saints right now and say, as long as you are you're up for it, um, let's chat, you know? Yes, sir. That's perfect. In the meantime, Chris, good luck to you. Let's talk before then, if, if, if uh, not sooner. Have a great rest of your spring and summer, and we'll chat again soon. Congrats yes, on your sir, first season. You, man. you got it. You, man. Right back at you. Right back at you. That's Chris Olave of the New Orleans Saints. How about that? These are, you know, uh, uh, players of his stature mm-hmm. coming out of college, certainly at the position that he plays. They, they like speaking things into existence and are not wallflowers and are very confident. And talking about, I'm the best. Mm-hmm. I'm the best. Especially that position. He's like Marvin Harrison Jr. He's better than all of us. <laughs> He's a beast. How many, how many people have told you this? Next year's draft is going to be insane. insane. Caleb Williams, Drake May, and this kid's going to be third overall. Yeah, and they all could or should go number one. one. Yeah. That, that I think I just gave you the, the first three names off the board in... In Detroit next year. The draft starts at four. Don't you think? <laughs> yeah. And if you're one of the top three. And you don't. I mean, obviously, you need everyone needs right. Harrison. Correct. But right. <laughs> if you don't need a quarterback. Yeah, what if the Panthers end up getting number one? Well, they'll date trade down and yeah. all that. I don't think. Too far ahead. I think the Panthers are going to be really surprising this year with somebody who's a first overall rookie quarterback. And you know that they've got. Um, usually some speed bumps along the road. Those kids, I, I'm, I know I've already put my marker on the Falcons. I've, I've got my finger on that chess piece. I've removed my chess piece on the the Lions to win the NFC North. That's not your prediction anymore. You already that is. I've removed my finger. That chess piece is gone. But I've made my chess move on the Falcons. And I've, I still have my finger on the piece. Gotcha. You're holding. As you know, that's the way you play chess. Yeah. Right. So you let go. Till you let, let go, go, right? Not official yes. till you let not go. Not official till you let Ever go. Have you seen the Queen's Gambit? No. You should see it. This has nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded good. I'm just wondering, is that is that a is that a is that a uh, rule? Isn't it a rule? You make I, a move, your fingers yeah, I just I've been taking my it. finger off it. It's how it is in checkers. Theoretically, I don't, I'm not a chess player. In a real chess in match, any game, by the way, Monopoly, the clock, anything. When you hit the clock, you've given your move up. Oh. The clock. So you could remove your finger from the piece and then, and then put it back on? Put it back on, but the clock. Look at him. Yeah, come on. Mike Del Tufo is an expert. Bobby as we've Fisher seen now. was my guy when I was a kid. He's, I love he's Bobby. an expert on <laughs> Jokic because he's no, seen him play once. Once I went to one NBA game. A, quite, uh, uh, an expert on Jersey because <laughs> he's been there forever. I've lived there. And now, who knew? See, you had no idea. A chess aficionado. Chess. You are I a renaissance chess man. I my house that is worth a lot of money. cannot spell renaissance. He definitely can't spell no. renaissance. Let's take a break. Wow. Jimmy Tetro is here. Go. Machine! He plays Burt Kreischer <laughs> in a movie. <laughs> the Machine! Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network has returned. Sitting on the Rich Eisen Show desk right now, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. The man who's currently uh, in home economics and is also well known for his work in American Vandal, also 22 Jump Street, but now playing Burt Kreischer, the young version of Burt in The Machine, which is in theaters near you this very Friday. Jimmy Tatro is here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, so let me just jump right into it. Let's dive in. How are you pitched the role of being a young Burt Kreischer? Who, how did that happen? <laughs> um, do you mean, or do you mean to ask if I was offended by this? <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to spin it. Um, That's one way to spin it. Yeah, I think, well, they just, I just was, they, they, they just said Burt was a big, he saw me in a show called the guest book. He was a big fan. Yes. Wanted me to play him in the movie. Um, I quickly became familiar with the story, and uh, you're one of the 52 million people who have vi- watched the viral uh, machine. Video? I am now. Yeah, okay, I, sure. I, to be honest, I hadn't at the time sure. heard of it. Okay, um, and it was funny because I was just trying to kind of get away from doing like the frat party guy. Sure. And then I saw this one, and I was like, "This is a pretty good one to do, though." Um, it's just such an epic story, and. Um, yeah, I was like, you know, I'll 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 let Bert have this. <laughs> how does one uh, then? Because you're a professional actor, um, mm-hmm. and how does one prepare for the role of Bert Kreischer? It was kind of easy, just being with him. You know, you just hang with him on set the whole time. <laughs> He's there right next to you. So if there's anything you're unsure about, you're just like, 
Okay, yeah, there the, we go. The source material is to your right. Yeah, and he uh-huh. was shirtless, I think, the majority <laughs> the majority of the shoot. So you're looking at craft services, he's there without his shirt on. There without his shirt on. You okay. go to his house, he's there without his shirt on. You're going to hair and makeup, he's there without his shirt on. That's just, that's just his vibe. Well, sometimes you go to his house, he has nothing on. That's true, too. You know? That's true, too. Okay, so you did you like ever turn to him and say, you know, did this really happen? Does that really happen? Or you just... Yeah, you did your own interpretation of this. There thing. was also it was cool watch. Uh, it was cool like watching him watch the movie being shot, mm-hmm. and it was clearly like such an emotional thing for him. Yes, where like there was one line that I said where I I said like I don't go to class much, and he and he started crying, and I was like, "What's up, man? Are you okay?" <laughs> and then he was like, "No, it's just crazy. Like I actually, I actually said this, and then." Now here we are, and there's a big movie being made. We're in Serbia. It's just surreal. Um, and I was like, that's pretty cool. It's, it's cool to, you know, hear a real quote that you said from 20 years ago in a movie now. Now, now you and Harrison Ford have something in common. You're in a Mark Hamill film as well. That, I hadn't thought about it like look that. Look at that. Wow. Look at that. Wow. So um, what was it like being around him on the set? Mark Hamill? Yeah, man. I mean, it was it was cool. That was also a little surreal, you know. Just another another guy that's just such a legend, and then you're just kind of hanging in the same room with him, and all of a yeah. sudden it's casual every now and then. You just gotta kind of remind yourself, like that's Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever play it? Like, do you have to play it cool? You have to remind yourself you got to play this thing cool. Yeah, I, I think I played it pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I just was. I just was. The way I played it close was not nice to him at all. You know. Oh, okay. You yeah. just put him on. You I went on, completely. You, you the froze other way, him out. You, know? yeah. you froze him out. Yeah, froze him out. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> Jimmy Chetro is here on the Rich Eisen show. So you shot this in Serbia. In Serbia, yeah. Okay. And that was that was a, an interesting experience. Okay. Serbia was cool. It was not a place I'd ever, you know, been. Obviously, or really, it hadn't been. No, I hadn't been. What's the furthest you've ever traveled? Somewhere. Antarctica. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And yeah, funny uh, you ask. It's okay. actually the furthest place you can go. I Is think. that right? What were you doing there? I was just, I just got invited on this, on this crazy trip. By who? Um, just a, just a friend of mine who, who put together this kind of a wild trip, but it did feel like it felt like the furthest I've been. Like it felt like you were oh. packing to go to space basically. Okay. So what do you mean? It was a, a friend like, Hey, I'm going to Antarctica and, yeah, seems like you're. <laughs> seems like you're something like that. You're, you're kind of hiding something from me right now, Jimmy. Okay, it was a heist. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean it was a heist? No, no, it wasn't a heist. It was just. Uh, it was just you know. It was just an interesting group of people that uh, a friend put together to go on this. We, kind of, uh, we want names. Big, I know. Drop I don't want to. I don't want to be the name dropper though. You have you know? to be. Are you kidding me? I mean, me, first of all, let me just put it this way. <laughs> I, I am one of the worst name droppers of all time. And worst, I'm trying to Worst guy, or best? Uh, huh? Worst or best? It depends how you view the language, <laughs> you know? I would say best. Uh, I, I don't mind it. I don't mind a name drop. <laughs> all right, I'll give one name. How about that? Sure. Okay. Sean White. Okay. Yeah. All now right. We went somewhere. snowboarding okay. in Antarctica. You went snowboarding with Sean White? Yeah. How good are you at snowboarding? I'm good. Okay. I'm not like. <laughs> Sean White. Sean White, good. But, you know, <laughs> okay. I can, we can go, we can hang together and okay. and you know okay. I'll just do less cool stuff than him. Okay, but um, yeah, all right. Um, I'm going to give full disclosure now. In this chair on Friday, 
Bert mm-hmm. Kreischer told me, ask him about Antarctica. Because he knew, he knew I wouldn't want to give names. That's what he said. Because <laughs> so, so I said as yeah. he was going out the door. Yeah. I'm like, out. you know, I got Jimmy Tatro coming on Wednesday. Yeah. And he goes, oh, you got to ask him about Antarctica. Because I did his podcast and he was drilling me for names. And then I told him off the record and also let him know, like, I don't really want to, like, expose, you know, all these names, all the people I was with. So it's more than just Sean White. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm in too deep now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there was a lot of cool people, but I, I, I gave, I gave one. You know, how about okay. initials? What if we get initials? Well, no, no, how about this? Are they also famous um, Winter Olympic athletes? Um, nah. Okay. Nah. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you did you rob anything? Did you literally? Was it a heist? I stole some ice. What do you mean? I caught some wild ice while we were out there. What is? What, what do you mean? What's what's wild ice? Jimmy? Well, they told you, you know, a lot of the ice in Antarctica is there's there's like natural gases that have been trapped in there for hundreds of thousands of years. Right. So when you like crack open some of the icebergs and yes. you put it in your drink, it makes like a little Rice Krispies sounding. Oh, noise. like pop rocks or something. Yeah, like, that? like pop rocks, kind of. So we caught some. Uh, Caught some wild ice while we were out on the boat. And then you put it in a... Had a hammer, broke it up. Uh-huh. and uh, What'd you put in? You know, tequila mostly. Okay. <laughs> and? But I was very proud of it. You know, the whole time we we're, were breaking up the ice, I was like, I caught this ice. <laughs> <laughs> I caught this ice this out catch. at sea. Yeah. And all I do is I just go to a fridge and I just put a glass on it and something comes... And I just, you know... That my, works too. My big adventure is, do I go crushed or do I go cubed? You know, and I hit the button and it comes out of my glass. What do you usually go for? You know what? I do crushed. I'm a crushed ice guy. This, by the way, story about catching wild ice and then letting some gas that's been there for about 200,000 years loose sounds like a bad or a good, awful storyline in a uh in some sort of science fiction movie right like you're letting like, out like honestly like suddenly all of a right, sudden some, right there's some mutations going on right, something's jumping out of your chest because you just <laughs> caught wild ice and put it into your tequila you know we warned you about the ice we had one rule we said don't catch the ice <laughs> in a world where they told him not to catch the wild ice and break it open wild ice jimmy chatro and the machine too oh my gosh all right so that's it that's the story but it is so okay Scale of one to ten. Uh huh. The story you're not telling us. It's a ten. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to do it, but I yeah, it's it was the it's craziest. A ten. It was All the right. craziest trip I've and, ever been and, on. And and over under of how many other people were on this trip? It was like fifteen of us. Fifteen of you? Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Over under of people's names we would recognize of the fifteen. We're setting it at seven and a half. I'm taking the over. Is that a win? Uh, no, I was under seven and a half. Under seven and a half. Yeah. That's all we're going to get. How's the half figure into it? I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. Because you can't, you know. Was uh, Wee Man there? No, it's got nothing to do with half a human. It's just like you have to. Gotcha. You know, I don't want to, I don't want him to say, oh yeah, it's a tie. Can't have it. I got (laughs) to win something here. That's why you got to go seven and a half. Okay. Very good. All right. So what did you, what did you learn about Bill, uh, about Burke Kreischer, Jimmy? I learned the machine. What'd you learn about him? I learned a lot about Burt Kreischer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Burt Kreischer is like a walking advertisement for a good time. I think he's very authentic and genuine. And I think the thing that you just got to love about Burt is he's just so 
grateful and happy for everything that he has. Um, and you just can't really hate on a guy like that. He's just so grateful for all the awesome things that are happening in his world right now, and it just kind of makes you root for the guy. He is as genuine as they come. Yeah. There's not a fake bone in his body. No. And he's and he's a blast to hang out with. It's really, you know, well, really they did. You guys did after uh, at the Super Bowl. You we saw did. him in concert and went out and you drank with him in his in his dressing uh, room. We drank with his uh, yeah. backstage with everybody. We took our shirts off. Like, we got the full experience. <laughs> we partied with the machine, no yeah. doubt. Well, I have a feeling Jimmy taking his shirt off is much more welcome for a lot of other people than just you guys. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> nobody no wants to see us with our shirts. That's off. correct. That's Jimmy important. put in. I saw the movie. Jimmy put in the work to yeah. take his shirt. Off. That's natural, right? You're not working out, right? Uh, I didn't want to work. I didn't want to get in like great shape. That didn't feel right. Yeah, but I also I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to get like big. Um, sure. Yeah. By the way, it makes total sense. Yeah, Bert would appreciate that. I think so. I mean, it would be, I mean, you have to suspend your disbelief enough. Yeah. When you're watching an action thriller born out of his The Machine storytelling. Mm -hmm. So if you come and show up like, you know, 0% body fat, I'm like, how does that burn? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? How does that burn? If it's 0% body fat, it starts to feel like, is this like a dream sequence or what's going on? <laughs> yeah, okay. So um, which, which is your teams here in Los Angeles that you root for? Jimmy? Yeah, I'm a, I mean, I grew up here in Los Angeles, so, okay, I'm, so. I'm a diehard Lakers fan. What do you think? Have we, have we seen the end of LeBron? What do you think? No, I don't think he's going to retire. I think he's, uh, I mean, I think he just w wanted to play with his son. Yes. And now his son's going to college. So he's just kind of wondering if their timing will line up. That's my guess. Mm -hmm. But I don't think this is the end of LeBron. I don't think he's just going to go out like that. What I think he it? would want to do one big, like, last season farewell tour it doesn't feel very LeBron to just be like, actually, that's it. I'm gone. Right. He'd make a bigger deal out of it. Well, I mean, and, and I just think the team has totally turned it around in a way that nobody people saw coming. Yeah. I mean, the last two, three months for a Laker fan has to be like, okay, that's more like it. I thought we really had a shot, to be honest, especially after the first two series. Right. Um, yeah, I had, I had high hopes. Yes. But Jokic, I mean... The crazier the shot was that he took, the more I f knew it was going in. <laughs> like when he would just put it way behind his head and yeah. he'd be like horizontally backwards that way, I'm like, 100%, that's going in. <laughs> and by the way, not even like hitting the rim either. No, just straight through. Yeah. Straight through. Straight down to the floor. And plus, if there is a sequel to The Machine, Jokic's brothers can be in it. That's true. Jokic all over Serbia. Every bus ad, every billboard, it's like Everywhere, a bus right? drives by, there's Jokic doing a watch ad, you know, the Jokic <laughs> billboard, it's Jokic with some cheese, it's just, Jokic's the guy out there. Out there. Yeah. And rightfully so. I mean, he's, he's the original machine. He, he is. He Pretty is. much. He should have made a cameo. Brother. That would have been. Well, I mean, Jokic's brothers seem like they, they'd be on that train. Yeah, they don't seem like they're messing around. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> they seem like they'd be on the train. They seem, they, they they seem like they, they'd be on the train. Yeah, with Igor? <laughs> they were, they, one of them would be Igor. That's right, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we saw the movie. It's funny. It's going to kill. And it is, it, it is very um, 
you know, truthful to, and you were crucial in being truthful to the actual story. Yeah, uh, of, of it's that. a fun one. Uh, and you are in theater camp with Ben Platt uh, on July 14th. What's that about? That is just kind of about a um, a theater camp. Theater camp. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is. Well, I mean, Ben Platt is. I mean, can you sing? Can you? Th- can, can I you? sing? Yeah. No, that was that wasn't my job in the movie. I'm okay. kind of the. It's basically about a theater camp. Mm-hmm. My mom owns the theater camp. She yes. goes into a coma. Okay. So the you know ownership and responsibilities of the camp fall onto me who's her clueless son, mm-hmm. who's just so detached from the theater world ah. and doesn't understand these people at all. So I come into this theater camp trying to run it and make sense of it and all these, you know, eccentric theater personalities. Um, okay. So it's cool. It's kind of like my character would kind of let in an audience that might not otherwise understand Got some it. of the more niche jokes. Okay. So you haze Evan Hansen in this film? Is that what it is? Pretty much? <laughs> Not quite. Okay. No. All right. I don't want to. I don't want to. Sp- I don't want to reveal too much here. Because yeah. again, I don't know what you're you're trying to hide more: the plot of this film, or your trip to Antarctica. <laughs> no, you I know? can I can talk about the movie. I can talk about the movie. Okay, but Antarctica is like freaking Fight Club, man. Like you are not you're not going there at all. Yeah, but That's so theater camp, uh, you <laughs> so, know. So hold on, man. Just to, just to revisit this one last time. So. Bert told me to ask you about this, not because he knew the story. No, he knows. Oh, he knows the story. He knows. And he he tried to get you to tell it publicly on the Bert cast. He just wants me to feel uncomfortable because I don't want to, like, give away names and information, you know, on TV. So it's, it's, it's a humility thing or it's just like this is personal stuff for these other people that might well, not. Yeah, I just don't want to, like, you know, I was on a trip with some some people. I don't want to, like, go around being like. I was on a trip with this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. Yeah. Oh, so it's a humility thing. Yeah, sure. All right, I, so I next think. time you come on, I want you to check your humility at the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right? I'm sorry. Honestly, I mean, you have to check your humility at the door. We're, we're a name-dropping program. This is a safe space for name-dropping. I gave, I gave a name. <laughs> I dropped you a name. a name. I dropped okay, a name. good enough. Hey, Jimmy, how about this? Who's it, the most famous person, your classmate that you had at Notre Dame High School? Because I know a ton of actors and athletes come out of it. There was, I can, I went, I went, I went to school with John Carlos Stanton. Oh, if so we're you, talking Notre Dame high school, you knew, when he was, you knew when he was Mike. I knew him when he was Mike. Yeah. And I thought he was going to the NFL. Is that right? Oh yeah. He was six, five, six, six as a senior in high school, like catching passes with one hand, pushing the dude off him. And then he would play strong safety. He was unbelievable. And I was, I remember thinking freshman year, I was like, if this guy doesn't, Go pro as a receiver, he could be the number one punter in the NFL. Punter? Because this dude could punt like nothing I've ever seen before. Giancarlo Stanton can punt? S- sends sky balls from the 20 to the to the end zone. It was in- incredible. And then basketball season came around, and I go, oh, maybe he's a basketball guy. <laughs> and everyone's like, no, he's a baseball player. And then you saw him hit a baseball? And, and then, then I saw him hit a baseball. Like, he would hit them... <laughs> He would hit them into the football field, like to the 50-yard line of the football field. He would just, I just didn't, it wasn't fair. When he would connect in high school, it was like, he was a grown man amongst boys in high school. He hit Coldwater Canyon with a ball? Probably so. <laughs> All the way from wow. the Deep Valley. He's a punter. He's a punter. You oh, should, if, if, if 
anyone can get the guy to punt at this point, I would love to see it because the punts he used to throw down in high school were. How about that? Okay. That's what no one talks about when they talk about John Carlos. <laughs> you know, yeah, nobody talks about his punting. No, they talk no. about his baseball tools. The yeah. guy can hit, but no one no one wants to talk about his punting yeah. abilities. His exit velocity is normally what's brought out with him. Yeah. But you say his, his hang time was just as good. How about that? Uh, check out It's Fun Time uh, here hanging with you. The Machine in Theater is near you this Friday, May 26th. Theater Camp. Uh, also starring Ben Platt will be in theaters on July 14th at Jimmy on Instagram at Jimmy Tatro on Twitter. Jimmy, thanks for coming on here, man. Thank you. Next time he'll check his humility at the door. When we come back, <laughs> Lamar on the new look Ravens offense. When we come back. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, Five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. First up, celebrity true or false with Bulbon. True or false, you eat soup every single day. Is that true? Yes, true. Why is that? Yeah, because like uh, it's a big deal in my country, soup. And we eat okay. soup every time. This is like when you're growing up, you say, hey, first you start your meal with the soup, and after that you can eat whatever you like. Okay. It's not, basically, it's 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 like how, how we do. Like in, you, when you eat soup, like basically you feel like you're healthy because like a little bit fuller stomach oh, sure. and like not hungry too much. So do you at some point during the day, oh, you know what, I haven't eaten soup yet. I need to have my yes. soup. Yes. You have had that. Yes. Okay, what is your favorite soup? Butternut squash, chicken noodle soup, tomato soup, mushroom soup, everything like. Okay. Have you thought about making your own line of soup? Boba uh, soup? Boba soup. You know, like, this, this is a good idea. I, I would think about it. Here, let's pound that out. I would think about it. Pound that out. Very good. I would think about it. Next one for, for Bobon. Uh, celebrity true or false with Bobon. False. You do, not like, <laughs> you, you do not like cake. You do not like cake. No cakes. Not big fan. Why? What's wrong no with cakes? No cakes. I, I, like, I like, like, small desserts. Like, if I eat something, I would eat, like, something, like, really, like, to enjoy because... Small. Yeah, did you hit? They're all. They're yeah, all small. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're all small. Too. <laughs> <laughs> so if I have you over for dinner, soup, 
uh, Nutella crepe. Yes. Okay, that's the. They're that's, easy. That's it's a combination. Easy. That's huh? very simple. This La like this, like a couple bucks, nothing more, nothing too much. <laughs> <laughs> Last one for you, Bobon. True or false? You love to shake hands. Is that uh, true? But like to be honest, people more like to shake my hands than I like to shake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every every time okay. you know, like every time you know, like when somebody somebody come to me, like I just I just come from the restroom, I wash my hands, I ready I ready I ready to eat food, ready, yeah, and yeah. I was like I was like walking like this, I hope some somebody not shake my hands, and that time like somebody comes, hey, how are you? And I was like, how are you? <laughs> That's when you go with the fist pound, right? There. Yeah, you know, I, know. You the- I, I know. I I know. Fun stuff back in the day. Before we leave here today, one of the biggest mysteries of the upcoming season, as I've mentioned over and over and over again, is what in the world will the Ravens' offense look like with Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator, out, and Todd Monken, formerly uh, in the NFL, and also, most recently, the Georgia Bulldogs in. We don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it going to be that three yards in a cloud of dust and then Lamar runs it when he doesn't have his one option open? <laughs> Mark Andrews? I mean, he got some options. He sure does, doesn't he? Odell in the mix. And Zay Flowers mm-hmm. being drafted and Rashad Bateman being healthy and Mark Andrews being back and Isaiah likely being another tight end that's okay. pretty damn good. And obviously J.K. Dobbins a year removed from coming back with a knee injury and the same thing with Gus Edwards. Let's go, right? Let's go. And Lamar now pizzade, heavy pockets, to use the phrase <laughs> that Dion used back in the day. Heavy pockets. He's playing with heavy pockets. <laughs> now then, Lamar today on the new Ravens offense. Uh, the new offense is smooth, um, more verbiage um, than usual. Um, I like it. I'm, I'm loving it so far. There you go. Got nothing else. <laughs> it's smooth. smooth smooth more verbiage smooth. you're gonna get nothing and by the way you know what they should do in the preseason is run the same offense as last year use greg roman's playbook i know that sounds stupid so Not, during the games run no. the old stuff yes just do it only practice the new stuff practice the new stuff i, I wouldn't play reveal lamar. none of the new stuff zero points you don't even play lamar in the preseason yeah, I wouldn't right play lamar it's a new puppy's time right yeah no like the chance. first time we see lamar let me get it right week, week one week one we, we know it's not a nationally televised game because they only have one in the first 11 weeks no, i don't know the ravens don't play him. the ravens have an international game against tennessee in week six and then they've got a sunday night game in um, in week 12. And they got a Thursday oh. nighter against Cincinnati. And other than that, you got to tune into your uh, your local stations. tell you what, you come out and drop 50 on Houston and say, what's up? <laughs> There's a chance that can right. happen too, man. Like right. all of a sudden, the red zone, it's just like, Lamar, touchdown. Lamar, touchdown. Zay Flowers, 80 yards. You're like, whoa. And then suddenly, like, like his MVP season in Miami, Miami, where they threw fifty-five on Miami or something, whatever. And he had five touchdown passes yeah. week one or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. big mystery. And we're all sitting here thinking, and I, 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 you know, it's the same. It's the same world as uh, last two years. It's Burrow's world. It's Mahomes' world. It's Allen's world. And it's who's going to get that fourth seat in musical chairs in uh, in the uh, divisional weekend when it's just four teams left two years ago it was Tannehill yep. last year it was Trevor Lawrence this year you know uh, a lot of folks are thinking what I'm thinking it's Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and then of course there's the Ravens saying hello hello we have no idea although is it smooth and it's very wordy 
<laughs> Smooth and wordy. Smooth and wordy. Smooth like, and wordy. Hey. By the way, my favorite Smooth ice cream flavor. Yes. Smooth and wordy. Is that new ben, a new at Ben and Jerry? I don't know. Smooth and wordy. I'll take two scoops, please. <laughs> Would you like a sugar cone or in a bowl? It is on tomorrow. Henry Winkler's on tomorrow. Yeah. As if this world doesn't need enough smiles. Henry's coming back. You know, Henry's coming back. Yes, who's back? Thank you to Jimmy Tatro, Chris Olave, Lane Johnson, and Chris Mannix in studio. We're back, people.